Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. This week, I am joined by the one, the only. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Uh, Matt. Everybody is glad there's only one of me. <laughs> yeah, when you were born, they certainly broke the mold, that's for sure. And threw it away and buried it, and I think they burned it and then built something on top of it. More than likely, yes. Yes. And it's not in Disney World either. No, it's, it's like it some abandoned amusement park that no longer exists or something. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, as you can probably tell, Keith is not here this week. He's been really busy with work, so he was unable to make the recording with us. So, Keith, I know you're not listening, so I can say anything I really want to say. <laughs> but do I really want to say something? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been beat up pretty bad. I mean, you don't really want to... You know, kick a dog when he's down, or kick a guy when he's down, do you? I yeah, mean, dog. sure. Why well, not? I mean, if, if I don't do it, who from, does it? I'll say you're from Jersey, so it doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Hey, what you talking about? <laughs> um, but speaking of uh, kicking somebody while they're down, um, I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I was waiting to. Yeah, I got nothing. I figured you were going to tie it into something that just recently had a price increase or something, but, uh, no, I, I do have two, uh, funny things I would do want to share. Uh, I was, I was going through the, uh, the interwebs today and I came across a couple of funny stories that happened in Disney world. And this is, I don't know when it happened, but it happened, uh, several years ago. There were two young men who had too many drinks at food and wine. And when you, have too many drinks you tend to do some some silly things some silly things and one of the silly things was that the, these two guys took their shoes off and were over by the uh, French pavilion over there yeah. and at the French pavilion there's a uh, short fence with a decorative um, calf high hedge maze in in the, uh, the the grounds there okay and I, I, I guess you know what a hedge maze is it's usually technically they're usually waist high or, or even higher and you try to have to try to find your way out but this one was only ha calf high so only a few inches high so but these guys were running around laughing their butts off 
um, trying to find their way out of the maze while the security guards were chasing after them. (laughs) (laughs) Why not just step over some of the the hedges and and kind of cut them off? I mean, I I don't know. I know. So, um, one more for you. This one happens at the, the Magic Kingdom over at Splash Mountain. I don't know if you've ever heard about this one, but... Uh, no, I've never heard of Splash Mountain. No, okay. So, there was this guy, and he was riding uh, Splash Mountain with his family. And he got off the ride, um, and he said that uh, he's really upset, wants to talk to a manager, and he feels that he was deprived of the full um, on-ride experience. Um so he told the cast member and said that uh, he wants a magical fast pass for his entire family to ride any ride what they want for the rest of their lives. Wow, that's not a huge demand there. No, not at all. So um, after, you know, match back and forth between the cast member and the guest, um, the ex- cast member excused himself and went to backstage to talk to another cast member. And that cast member informed them that a guest had jumped out of the log somewhere on the attraction to take a selfie with one of the animatronics. <laughs> and the cast member gave the other cast member a description of what that person was dressed as and all that. So it turns out, as a cast member comes back and goes talks to that guy's family... It's that guy who jumped out of the attraction <laughs> to uh, get his picture taken. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Uh-huh. I just figured I'd just uh, throw that out there for people. Well, kind of side story similar to that. Have you seen the latest news with Buzzy? Um, oh, with that, that guy? Yeah. Well, you know, you remember he was missing. He right. and whatever the guy, the backdoor Disney or whatever it was, um, he sold him to an NBA player. Oh, really? And they have been questioning this NBA player. It was their twins, Brooke and Robin Lopez. Um, the, the people have probably seen they're in they're down at Disney all the time. Oh yeah, but, I know he's yeah. I think it's the guy that's a huge Disney fan, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's why this he had it on, I guess it was eBay or whatever, and somehow you know this guy, the NBA player, found it and bought it from him, and I guess he knew that it was missing because one of his questions were, "Did you steal this?" and the guy said no, and he still bought it from him. Really? Um, yeah. So he's, you know, the police have been talking to him, and everything, and I think he's pretty much having to give it back to Disney is the last thing I saw on it, but I just, I found it interesting that it was the last time you read a story about an NBA player buying a stolen animatronic that was in a right, exactly. attraction in Epcot. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> really? Man, that's, I'd love to get him on the show and talk to him about that, but that's something he probably wouldn't talk about. Yeah, I'm sure he's not saying much of anything, especially now with getting him with a, in the middle of the NBA season would be tough. Right, exactly. Um, all right, so I think with that, we will take a little break here. I'm going to throw it over to Steve for the news. Steve, take it away. Hope he catches it. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. 
Remember the $3 fuel rod swap fee that was supposed to go into effect on November 1st? Well, it never did. Disney decided to hold off on implementing the change due to public backlash, including a class action lawsuit filed in California because the kiosk stated there were free unlimited swaps. Fuel Rod told the Disney Food Blog that the decision to add the fee was Disney Parks and Disney has decided to suspend the increase due to negative guest reaction. There was tragedy and triumph at the Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend at Disney World. A 58-year-old runner from Ellis County, Texas, died during the 5K race. According to the medical examiner's office, he died of natural causes caused by hypertension and heart disease. Our prayers and thoughts are with his family and friends. On the Triumph side, a 24-year-old woman from Warren, New Jersey, made some magic when she crossed the finish line of the half marathon. Megan Curram became the second female in Run Disney race history to finish in first place overall. She crossed the finish line in one hour, 19 minutes, and 17 seconds. So I went out pretty fast, which is typical for me. I think I went out in 5.35 um, and then settled more into a pace, uh, but that meant I was by myself for most of it. So it was nice to have a biker there and lots of entertainment along the course. A new parking lot is now open for the Fantasia Gardens Mini Golf thanks to nearby construction of the Cove Hotel. The parking lot sits on the former event pavilion space after an extension demolition process. In addition to the new parking lot, there is a new entrance as well. In 2020, Mickey Mouse will be moving over to the Imagination Pavilion in Epcot to meet people as part of the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. He's now at the entrance to the International Gateway. Finally, Disney World and Disneyland are a buzz as the resorts change over for the holidays. From now until the end of the year, we will be sharing some of the sounds of the season. This week, we take a ride on the Jingle Cruise. Okay guys, up on the right you're going to see the Jungle Cruise band. Now look at them up there putting the star on top of that tree. And look, the rhino did help them out in the end. That's so sweet. And say hi to Jim. Hi Jim. Yeah, he's the second scariest elephant in the world. The scariest elephant was around here somewhere. Oh, there she is. Yeah, Jim's mother-in-law. Yeah, it looks like she's staying for all eight days of Hanukkah. She packed an extra trunk. Um, on the left, though, is Trader Sam Tuck. Yeah, Trader Sam is the head salesman here. And listen to the frozen holiday wish. Wouldn't you all like to see Elsa come to the castle and I said snow? Does people want ice? Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. We are back from break. I would like to thank Steve for the news this week. Please check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. Uh, and with that, this week on the show, Matt and I with Keith away, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to our heart, and that is our children. And not necessarily just our children, but it's an experience that many parents out there would like to maybe like to do or maybe would not like to do so maybe it's a half and half thing but uh what we're going to talk about is surprising your kids in disney world 
as in you're surprising them that you're going to Disney World and you're spending thousands of dollars on them? <laughs> and do they really deserve that? So I figured I did this once, you've done it once, and I figured what we could do is what's up? I've actually done it twice. Oh you have? Oh I didn't know that. Alright, so you talk twice. And then I could talk I I think we can end the show on maybe another way of how we'd like to surprise them. So since you've done it twice, Matt, why don't you go ahead and tell me the first time that you did it? Well, the first time it was a family trip. It was my family, um, my mother-in-law and her husband and my sister-in-law and her family. So there was a total of six, eight of us in total. Um, and we had it was right around Christmas time we weren't going I think it was right after January when we went I think it was towards the end of marathon weekend so we came up with the idea for Christmas that we would put little things in their stocking and let them kind of one by one see if they could figure out what's going on so you know they pull out about four or five different Disney gift cards and they're just kind of like okay woo, Disney gift cards whatever and then you know, there's all like stuffed animals and and they're not putting it, you know, the pieces together. So finally they get done and they're, you know, looking at everything and we pretty much have to tell them we're like, okay, well, you know, in like eight days, ten days, whatever it was, you know, we're going to Disney. And of course my son being the Disney fan was ecstatic and, you know, bouncing on the, the couch and everything. And his cousin who I think she enjoyed the trip, but, you know, didn't, she's not into Disney as everybody. It was kind of just like, oh, okay, cool, Disney. <laughs> which which her parents were like, well, we can cancel the trip and save some money if you don't want to go. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it was, uh, I mean, it was a good trip overall, but just the complete different, because uh, he was all excited and he was trying to give her a hug and she was just looking at him like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so excited about this? And so it was just kind of the opposite end of the spectrums with, with both of them with how they reacted to it. Did she end up enjoying herself? Yes. Yeah, I mean, she had a really good time. I mean, everybody, it was, it's hectic when you're trying to have a group like that, of that right. size, oh, yeah, there's no trying to do everything together. Um, but yeah, we all, we had a good time and uh, she enjoyed it. She's a, she's a little, she's like a year older than, my oldest and she's a little more of a i guess you say risk taker okay. um yeah she's been like indoor skydiving and, and wow. all that kind of stuff so um so i don't think disney is quite up to her thrill level i mean she probably would be more excited with universal or something um but i, I still think she en enjoyed it and had a good time isn't that crazy how different kids can be and you're not talking about like a, a big age difference like if you were talking about like a 13 14 year old I could see that, but that's crazy. Well, a lot of it too. Her dad has gone skydiving a couple times, and it's not that I wouldn't go skydiving. I would love to go skydiving. I just, you know, in the middle of North Carolina, there's not much to see. If I'm gonna go skydiving, I want to go somewhere where there's, you know, you know, really nice scenery or something. Like my brother went out to where my mom is in Abu Dhabi and went skydiving in in Dubai. So you know, something like that sure yeah i'm all for it but you know going out in the middle of north carolina and, and going skydiving when you're just looking at a bunch of pine trees it's just i'm not gonna spend that kind of money for that um I, I i get what you're saying i don't i would like to do it but i don't think i'll ever 
I don't think I'm ever going to really do it. I don't know if I ever really want to take that chance at this point. Maybe when I'm like 70, you know, because you always see, <laughs> you hear guys that do things like that. I, I think at this point, I wouldn't want to take a chance. Yeah. You know, it not that sense. I wouldn't do it. I would certainly do it. I, I have a fear of heights, but my fear of heights is being on a top of a building that's moving on, on something that moves. I don't like that. When it's usually stationary, I'm okay. Yeah, I have a problem, like when I go up into the mountains and drive, like there's a, the Blue Ridge Parkway goes through the right. the mountains. And if I've got something, it's weird when I'm driving, if I've got, you know, something in my peripheral on my right hand side, I'm fine. But if that disappears, then I'm nuts. It's just like, I feel the, the road's five times narrower than what it actually is and oh, I, start really? getting, I start getting the sweaty palms and you know white knuckles and everything so yeah it's it's weird how but yet I can go get on you know that roller coaster or something that goes 300 feet in the air and it doesn't bother me so yeah see like I'll start freaking out a little bit on a bridge when you don't have room on either side of you and the lanes are just so tight yeah. and narrow yeah. I have a hard time with that I get it from my mom because my mom has a lot of issues with heights, especially like you're talking about. Like if you go over the bridge and the guardrail's real low, right? Yeah, she has issues with that. If if she, you know she's if if anybody remembers, I'm really showing my age, but the A team, how they used to have to knock out uh, Mr. T yep. when they put him on an airplane. Yeah, we almost have to do that to get her over some bridges and stuff. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. it's pretty bad. Huh. All right, so I'll talk about how I surprised mine uh, when Connor was turning seven, I believe. I think it was seven, and we took him down for his birthday. And the hardest part was like keeping the secret of, of not telling him. You know, <laughs> yep. Usually, you're like, "Oh, we're gonna go do this. We're gonna stay here. We're gonna stay there." And we uh, woke him up at three o'clock in the morning. We went into Connor's room, and we uh, said, "Connor, you know, it's time to wake up." And you know, he's like moaning. And once in a while, he's got to get up. I said, you know, you got to get up. We're, we're going to go to Disney World. And he's like, really? We're going to Disney World? You mean I don't have to go to school? <laughs> so <laughs> I, at that time in the morning, he was more excited about uh, going, not to, going to school. <laughs> not going to school. Yeah. So we go into Kelsey's room and she's screaming and yelling at us and kicked us. And, uh, kicked Sharon in the face and we were worried that we might have to go to the hospital because it was like right in the right in her eye and she couldn't open up her eye ended up being okay it took hours for it to start feeling better but uh yeah we were worried I'm like oh great we probably better I'm like I'm saying to Sharon I said you want to stop at the hospital on the way we have time you know we literally have about an hour of what we could kill if we want to stop at the hospital she's like no i'll be okay i'll be okay if something happens we can stop down in florida by the time we were in florida she was for the most part she was okay but uh it was fun having that experience i recorded it i'm happy we did but uh there i, I we'll talk about it in a minute but i i kind of want to wish i did something we did something a little bit bigger you know it's it's weird with the um you know because there's always in the back of your head when you do a surprise like this you know what if it doesn't go the way I want it right, to? You exactly. know, so it's it, like you're saying waiting is the the hardest part. You get to a point you're like, ah, I just want to go ahead and tell them and you know and get it over with already. So you know, having to keep it a secret until whenever you're ready to surprise them, whether it's the last minute like you were talking about or a couple of days in advance or whatever. That's 
it, it's tough and you know some people be like oh there's no problem i can do it well yeah i thought that too and then you get there and you're like god this is this i want them to be excited and i want to be excited with them but i can't right. tell them anything yep. yet so yeah it, it's tough what was your other one uh the other time it actually when we went down uh, with you guys for wine and dine um they actually did not know until uh my sister-in-law came to pick us up to go to the airport um so that was uh, you know, a couple hours before we went you know get on the, the airplane you know same thing we yeah you know, i think i can't remember what day it was we went down it was maybe a th- thursday tuesday because the race i don't remember anyway um you know we were talking to the boys and i was off work and melissa was off and said okay guys so, you know we, what would y'all like to do today and they're all you know throwing out ideas you know let's go to the museum or let's go to play at a park or whatever and you know i was like well i said i think i got a better idea so we give them this little bag or whatever and they're going through and we had bought them like these little figurines for stuff for them to entertain them on the plane and then they both pull out their magic bands and they look at the magic band and they kind of look up at us and they look back at the magic band and they look back in the bag and by that time it clicks and they're like are we going to Disney? And we're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're leaving and right, you know, in 10 minutes go to the, the airport. And I mean, they were just ecstatics, you right. know, throwing stuff all over the place. And um, so again, you know, waiting that long was, was difficult and it did go the way we wanted to. We didn't have anybody getting kicked in the face or anybody, you know, throwing a fit because we actually, I think when we got to the airport, one of them looked at us and was like, so are we really not going to go to a park today? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's stuff like that. You know, you, you kind of have to you know, wonder if it's going to you know, cause negative feelings because they're not getting what you were talking about doing. Right. Well, that, I mean, that reminds me, and I just remember is we did it. We surprised Connor another time when we were down in Florida. We went to Reunion Resort. So Connor was, f- I think, five and Kelsey was two. And we stayed at Reunion Resort and we're going to Disney World for two days because Kelsey was still under the age of three, so she wasn't going to pay for her. I think Connor had an annual pass at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, decided, you know, we, we had booked it already, so we went to uh, Disney World and we were driving there. We're talking about, you know, going to the airport, how he's going to see Grandma when he gets home and, and she's looking forward to him. And we're pulling into uh, Disney World's property and we're like oh Connor look at the sign and he's like what like he sees oh he's like oh Mickey Minnie Mouse and we give him a magic band and we open we give him the box with the magic band and he looks at it and he's like okay it's a magic band and Sharon's like do you know what this means Connor he's like no you're in Disney World he's like we are She's like, yeah, we're gonna we're staying in Disney World for a couple days. What about Grandma? Aren't we gonna see Grandma? No, no, Grandma's at home. Wait a minute, I- I'm not seeing Grandma. Like literally, that went on for like five minutes. Like him talking about not seeing Grandma. Is Grandma coming? Is she coming down here? Wait, are we going back up there to see her and then going to Disney World? Like it just wasn't comprehending him. And so right. we got to the resort and went to the park. So. Um, <laughs> That was like more of a, not a huge surprise, but uh, still funny. Yeah, that's, he's so worried about grandma. That's, that's hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how would you, if you were going to do it again, how do you think you, with your kids a little bit older now, how do you think you'd surprise them? 
Well, seeing how we've already... I think we've already kind of set the bar. I don't want to say set it too high, but, you know, we've done it right before we get to the airport. We've done it for at Christmas. The only other thing I was thinking about that I would like to try and do, um, since I'm somewhat close enough to where, you know, driving isn't that, that much of an issue, is, you know, just waking up early in the morning like you were talking about, already having everything packed or whatever, and just put them in the car and just drive and see how far we can get before they start realizing, you know, where we're actually going or where our destination is. And, you know, hopefully I could cross my fingers. I could get, you know, close to property, if not onto property before they, they put two and two together. Uh, I, I know my oldest, he usually sleeps pretty good in the car, but my youngest, he's, you know, sometimes he will and sometimes he won't. So that, that might be a little tricky trying to, you know, entertain him and keep him, you know, occupied before he starts figuring out what's going on with it. Right. You see, like, I would love to, uh, my kids have to be older because, <clears throat> excuse me, like, I don't really want to go to Disney World during Christmas time, mm-hmm. but when my kids get older, I would, what I would like to do is, <clears throat> sorry, is, uh, you know, Christmas Eve is on this particular year is Christmas Eve. Have the kids open up all their presents Christmas Eve, uh, but you wait until after midnight, like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And the last gift that they open is that, um, you know, throw a couple hints in there, maybe a new suitcase or something like that. And they're, they're wondering where they're going and surprising them with uh, the final piece would be a printed out airplane ticket at 6 a.m., you know, trying to get the earliest flight in the morning on Christmas Day to fly down to Disney World because I think I I think that would be fun to do one day when they're older, going down there, surprising them because you know when your kids are sixteen or whatever, I don't think at that point it really staying home for Christmas isn't as important. So I think I yeah. think that would be a great way to do when they're in high school and getting ready to go away to college. It'd be a great memory of them waking up or or or, or go Christmas Eve, getting ready, having to pack and go to Disney. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it just I just kind of thought of something. My oldest son, he's been, for some reason, whenever, you know, commercials or something come on of, you know, you know somewhere tropical, he's been fascinated with that and wants to go on vacation somewhere tropical. So it might actually would be cool if we could, you know, do like a cruise. Right. And then, and as you pull up into port, you know, as you see this massive ship sitting there, um, you know, surprise them that way. I think that would actually be kind of cool to do. That would be a great way to do it because especially if you're going to, especially if you did it at Disney cruise, just for argument's sake, you know, you get to experience Disney, uh, their characters, and you get to go to a Caribbean Island where he can have fun hanging out in the blue turquoise water and white sand and all that. So, it doesn't matter what cruise line you do it because it's not going to really matter to them. But right. um, I, I think that would be a great way to just you know show up at the port and, and boom, there you are, and the kids are going on a cruise. That'd be a great way. Yeah, now I got to get somebody to fund it for me. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> that's what we all need to do. I think though, um, the next time I want to do it because my kids have been to Disney World so many times. I think what I would really like to do is do the whole airport surprise thing is that uh you know have the car packed with 
with stuff and put something over the back where they can't tell that there's suitcases in it mm-hmm. and drive to the airport and they're wondering like where are you going and once you get into the terminal open up a box and inside the box you have um disney things but you don't tell them where they're going and they have to figure out that they're actually gonna be going to disneyland and not disney world yeah that would be kind of cool you know because you can throw some stuff in there that would kind of throw them off because you know since disneyland doesn't use a lot of the same stuff that disney world does or whatever right so so yeah you could you know uh, this looks familiar but it's not really familiar so i'm not sure what's going on here so that, that would be kind of cool to do right like maybe if you can get a hold of um you know, park pins that maybe have like uh, Pinocchio's village house on it or something like that. And they'll look at it and be like, Pinocchio, there's no ride for Pinocchio. Not village house, that's in Disney World, but Pinocchio's uh, ride. Or yeah. a car, the car's ride. You know, something that they're going to have to really think about and, and not, right. they're not going to know that they're going to Disneyland. Have they ever been to Disneyland? No, we um, were actually, th- we were thinking about next year. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that it's so hard with, with Connor's schedule. Yeah. With, uh, baseball you do, he's got fall and spring and then he's got basketball. So he loves baseball so much. It's hard to try to, to take him away. Our seasons are so short. So we literally play, we have about 12 baseball games that we play. 12 mm-hmm. is not a lot. And you take him away for a week, he's going to lose two games. Yeah. So then you're down to 10 and you just, you hate to take that away from him. So then the other, we're thinking about maybe going in February or March, but the basketball season goes until March. So he, he missed a little bit of that, but I don't think, as of right now, I don't know if he loves it as much. I guess time will tell, but we were thinking maybe doing it in March, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, makes sense. But, uh, you know, I want to get back out there. Sharon wants to get out there. She wants to get out there, especially while Connor's young enough where he can really still love cars. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I would like to get out there. Like I said, because I, I, it's been almost it's been twenty years since I've been out there at this point. Yeah, let's see. It's been uh, it's been forty years since I've been out there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> One day, hopefully. Yeah, it's uh, you know, at some point everybody's got to go to the park that Walt walked in. It's, it's, it's just so strange. You know, we've talked about it before. It's, it's. Uh, it's very familiar, but completely different. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it'll it'll be interesting if I get out. There. I keep dropping hints, and hopefully one day it'll things will work. So who knows? Well, it's like we talked. Like Sharon and I were talking. Like, like, well, we can go out there for like three, four days and just go to Disneyland. But I would like to drive down to San Diego. You know, I would like to make it a week long trip, right? And do other things besides just Disneyland and them to see a little bit of 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 hollywood uh and and the west coast not just disneyland because you know there's more to to that than just disneyland so um i don't know one day we'll see yeah whenever you uh win the lottery and take us all with you so sure i do that (laughs) i win the lottery i'm having somebody personally drive me all around and you know, feed me grapes. Yeah, I'll feed myself grapes. I'm good. Would you feed me for a free trip? If that's what it took, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start playing the lottery. 
<laughs> I mean, we'd get some really weird looks, but you know, like a free trip, <laughs> oh my God. A free trip. Would that be hilarious or not, right? You're like, you're walking around Disneyland and like you're feeding me as we go and we're sitting in a restaurant. You cut up my food for me and put it on the fork and, and feed me. Oh my God, I wouldn't win the lottery just to do that. We have to record like the whole time. Like, you, All right, you, win, you win the lottery, I'm in. All right. And then we have to have Keith massage my feet. Uh, good luck with that one. I don't know if you're going to get that one. Yeah, he'll massage him. <laughs> All right, I think that's all I got. All right, well, close it out for us. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook and Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256 for my Tiki. 256-469-8454 if you enjoy the show please take the time to rate us on iTunes you can find me on Twitter at one minute takes your dream that, that's one minute <laughs> yeah uh, mousebrothecase.com and mousebrothers.com and you can find Keith at uh, not at not the love boat <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Matt Goes Dopey and Instagram is mholly579 well thanks saying ah, you got me tongue tied now so yeah special thanks to Steve for the news this week make sure you go check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news Alan buddy take it away thanks for listening this week for Sean and Keith I'm Alan and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk Aloha Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.